Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. I want to continue on yesterday's vein. I was talking about Noah and I was talking about him having a second chance. But I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I didn't share this part yesterday, only in brief. But I want to read to you Jonah chapter 1, verse 12 through 17. Listen uh, to this, if you would. Said He said to them, pick me up. This is uh, the guys that were, he was on the boat, and uh, there were storms raging, and they woke him up and says, Jonah, the storms are raging. And, and he said, pick me up, hurl me into the sea, then the sea will quiet down for you. For I know it is because of me that this great tempest has come upon you. Nevertheless, the men rowed harder to get back to dry land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more uh, temptuous against them. Therefore they called out to the Lord, O Lord, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not on us innocent blood for you, O Lord. Have, have done as it pleased you. That didn't sound right, did it? I read that kind of weird. So they picked up Jonah and hurled him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord, and they made vows. The men's lives changed when they saw the power of God. You know what? Your life changes when you see the power of God. Our Heavenly Father, may we see your power. May we see your strength. May we be obedient to your calling. May we be everything you've called us to be and more. Lord, lead us this day. Guide us in all we do and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I pray, amen. Well, the shipmates, hey, they did not want to throw Jonah into the sea, but the storm raged and raged, and they thought they were going to die. So Jonah must have had a compelling uh, argument for them to finally do it. They were fearful about killing an innocent man. But the truth of the matter was, Jonah wasn't an innocent man. He had disobeyed God. There's a lot of sins in this world, but can you imagine a direct response to disobedience to God? That is scary, folks. There are many sins one could commit in life, but being directly disobedient to God is a very bad choice. And unfortunately, how many are making that choice? You know, there are things to run from, sin, bears, you know. I had to run from, <laughs> you know, some of you know the story years ago when I spoke in near uh, oh, Lake Tahoe and, you know, late at night, I was walking down a path to my speaker's cabin and a bear, a big black bear, had two cubs and, and the black bear's by itself. The cubs were somewhere close by. It was running down a path virtually right at me, about seven feet over in another lane, but right at me. And I turned and I took off, which you're not supposed to do, because I'm a pretty good-looking bear meat, I can tell you that. Yeah, that's like a human prime rib for the bear, you know. And I thought, oh, man. And I took one step, and I tore my hamstring so bad. And, folks, that's been five and a half years, and my hamstring still hasn't healed totally. But there's a lot of things in life that we can do, with a lot of things we can run from. But you know what? We don't want to run from God. Here again, though, we see God's mercy. See, God is a merciful God. He chooses to give Jonah another chance. He is thrown overboard, and God sent a big fish. And, folks, it had to be big to swallow him whole. And he swallowed him. And uh, he is in the midst of the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Can you imagine staying alive in there? But, hey, try thinking about this. How about the ride? You talk about a good carnival ride, going to Disneyland, the big uh, Big, you know, I rode on that big roller coaster one of the last times. It's kind of spooky for me because I'm not a height guy anyway. But how'd you like being going up and down in the middle of a big fish for three days with all the junk sloshing all around you? 
We can't even imagine. That's why so many people doubt the story. So many people say, that's not real. But I can tell you this. It's in the Word of God. It is real. You can count on it. But um, I can imagine what that must have been like. And I mean, I, I can only imagine because I, I really can't imagine. The truth of the matter is such a fantastic story that uh, some people have a hard time swallowing it. Oh, excuse the phrase. But uh, anyway, in our earthly minds, we don't understand how that is possible. Just like we don't understand how their men can be thrown into a fiery furnace and being burnt to death, but they weren't burnt to death, and a fourth man was there. And we don't understand how Emmanuel, Daniel, was fed to hungry lions, that they kept hungry so they'd devour somebody, but they weren't devoured. And how the entire Red Sea could split open and allow hundreds of thousands of people to walk on dry land through it, and especially how a man could die on a cross and rise in three days. We don't get it. We either believe the Word of God or we don't. And you are listening today because you believe the Word of God. And if you believe that, God has something for you, and the time now is to say yes to what He has for you. Uh, God grants Jonah another chance. Aren't you glad that God has granted you another chance? I am certainly glad He granted me another chance. And He wants to continue to work in your heart to do something incredible because He can use you powerfully. It may be going or doing something uh, that you, that's out of your ballpark. Like me, Malaysia, that is certainly out of my ballpark. But I wanted to do it because I really felt God wanted me to do it. And I did it, and I was blessed because of it. I believe they were too. Sometimes it means giving, giving extra, uh, extraordinarily. We've had people that have just blessed us over and over again in the church because they've listened to the call of God. They said, we had the means, and we blessed and they bless situations, and God has been so good with that. Folks, when God tugs at your heart, respond. Respond. Be obedient at all costs. See, folks, the world is going to pass away, and we're going to be spending eternity forever. And I certainly hope it is with our God and our Lord and our Savior. Listen to Jonah 3, 1 through 3. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and, and call out against it. So Jonah rose and went to Nineveh according to the word of God. And for three days, and, and God worked in his life, and he changed the believers and changed those people into believers, and the city had a revival going on. The time Jonah, well, this time he obeyed, and he went to a wicked city, and he gave him a second chance, and things were turned around. You know, if people would be completely honest before God and sell out to him, we would see miracle of many non-believers come to know Jesus Christ. I know you believe that. We would see the non-church start coming and experience the presence of God. Our church has seen a great upswing this last year. We've had many new people come, and God has been blessing us. We've had baptisms about every three months that God is changing lives. But we've got to respond to God's call about life-changing. You know, and I, I didn't say sometimes that we need to. We need to always be about life changing. He has always been about being willing to, uh, he wants us to be servants of all. People looking and waiting for a call to respond to God. We have a number of people who respond so quickly, and I know they've been blessed because God, God honors that. Acts, you know, it's so important. In Acts 3.19, uh, the Word of God says, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out that times of refreshings may come from the Lord. He wants to refresh you, but he wants you to repent. He wants you to ask him and turn away from sin. And if, when you repent, your sins are wiped out, and you'll be refreshed. 
I'm so glad my sins have been wiped out. Over the years, I've seen many come to Jesus, and I can tell you, it's followed by a time of refreshing. They no longer worry about the past or the future because they now are walking with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He will forgive you no matter what the circumstances are. He is anxious to forgive you. Well, pastor, you don't know what I've done. It's been so many bad things. I'm just, I'm a horrible person. He forgives you. He loves you. Listen to 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Again, the big word in this passage is a small word. It's if. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive them. The first step is admitting that you've sinned and fallen short of God and that he will forgive us. And the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So yes, you're in that, and I'm in that. The question is, have you called upon him? Maybe today you're thinking, I haven't, or I don't know if I have. Today, say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. Walk with me. And then get plugged into somebody that can help you. Get plugged into a good church. Start reading your word. God wants to use you. The results of Jonah's obedience was big. It was so big that thousands came to know God and were experienced in heaven today because of that. When you respond to God, folks, he will bless you. God is faithful in keeping his promises. I'm so glad Jonah turned things around and responded to the call of God. Maybe you have not responded to that call as you ought. Folks, it's not too late. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what your circumstances are. God has plans for you. Of course, most of you know I'm a big sports fan, a big football fan. And former great football coach Lou Holtz, coached Notre Dame for years and was a tremendous coach, tremendous motivational speaker. He says this, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. He taught his players that that same philosophy and he was one of the great, great coaches of all times. And he continues to teach those things. And he continues to teach people, you know, to do what is right. And you know what? In our lives, God teaches us through his word how to respond. He teaches us things we need to do. Like, I say, like Holt said, life is 10% of what happens to you, but 90% how you respond to it. How are you responding to the call of God? How are you responding to what God may have you do? Are you responding by saying yes? Are you, have you sold out to him? Or is it just you piece together a relationship with him? Folks, it's time to get very serious about your call, very serious about listening to him, very serious about asking him for forgiveness. You know, today is a time to change. Today it's time to respond. Wherever you're at, respond to him. Respond to him. Jesus Christ is life-changing. He will help you. He will guide you. He will lead you along the way. Please pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you for this glorious day. I thank you for these incredible listeners. Lord, some I know, most I don't. But you know them. You created them. You created them in your image. And Lord, I want them so desperately to follow you. You want them so desperately to follow you. I pray today they will say yes to that call and they'll say, I'm going to follow the Lord. I'm going to serve him. I'm going to walk with him. 
Give them strength in their weakness. Give them power to overcome. Bless them this day in Jesus' name. Amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.